Welcome to another episode of The Crown and Spear. I'm your host, Stephen Litchfield, and this is my co-host, Gary Litchfield. And we're continuing, what is it? Love. Love. From our, our last episode of Valentine's Day. Yes. Yes, so that's why all the stuff's still here. We're literally recording this after the last one, so there you go. Well, since it goes together so well, we thought we'd get them together. Yeah. All right. But you, this is like, you know, the week after, so... Right. Which you know that already. I don't know why I'm explaining this. <laughs> anyway, as always, you know we are the Crown and Spear, and you can find us on many places uh, to listen to us or to watch us, such as Alexa, mm-hmm. uh, iHeartRadio, mm-hmm. Rumble, mm-hmm. Spotify, and YouTube. YouTube. And there's others that are out there, but we just thought we'd give you a sampling, a sampling. of where we are. Yes. And don't forget... Uh, like the chocolates in front of us. Absolutely. Uh, don't forget to share mm-hmm. and uh, subscribe. Subscribe. Give that thumbs up and click that little bell icon. Yes. Particularly it's on YouTube, those things there. Yeah, we really need to get those uh, numbers up, people. So share it with everybody you please, know. Yes, please share. And then again, we talked about this the last time. There's a picture of us on YouTube from one of our shows. Yep. And uh, Where you can... See right there is, you yeah, is the, the you know the thumbs, thumbs up, up and right there is I'm not sure what that is. It's That's the, the share button. That's the then, share button. Right then down below it down is below, the subscribe. Right there, subscribe. And next to it's the bell. And there's the bell. And then if you happen to watch us what rumble on your computer, it will look like that. You want to hit the subscribe button up there. Right. And share it with others. The share button. Uh, yep. And you want to come down over there in that corner. Get I to, can't there bend that way. You want to hit the <laughs> plus the, button. Is to give us a rumble. Uh, to give us a rumble. And that is if you're using your computer to pull up rumble. Now, if you're using your phone, it should look like that on yes, your phone. because the little... Rumble's up in the corner. The little thingy's up there. Right. Yes. And the following button is down the bottom there. Which yes, you it's, it's, down it's over right there. there. Yes. yes. Okay. All right. So, we. I think... Is that all those... Oh, yeah. Don't forget. Email us it's, at... The Crown and Spear at gmail.com. All right. Now, here's where we left off last time to be well, continued. Just, <laughs> just another quick shout out. Make sure you want to get all of your cool little merch, like, you know, St. Life Entertainment. Uh, there's even uh, your little uh, Witchuck emblem thing. Yeah. People can get that if they want. They yes. could. Uh, make sure you go to, I believe it's. Spread shirt, not spreadsheet, spread shirt slash Saint Life Entertainment. Right. Google that or whichever search engine you use, and you get all sorts of cool stuff. There is tons of stuff on there. And I, I mean, he really comes up with some cool designs yeah. for the shirts. As yeah. I don't always have a lot of money to buy things, but as we do, I've gotten a couple of shirts. Yeah. And I keep saying I'm going to wear the one with our logo with the cross on it. And I keep I forgetting to put that on yeah. and come to the show with it. Uh, also, check out the Creator Crafts. On um, Facebook. Yes, it's almost a tongue twister. On <laughs> Facebook, yes. Yes. And um, there's all sorts of cool stuff, like some of the stuff that you see here and a lot more. Um, and if you want any of that, uh, hit up Dad. and right. uh, Send me an email. And he'll, he'll uh, tell you all what you need to do to be able to order what you need to right. order. And we won't go into all detail about that because we want to get into the well, show. It's a separate email for that. So it's creatorcrafts at gmail.com. Yeah, but they can still uh, order something from you. Or, or, or at least contact you from True. the Creator Crest Facebook page. Right. Yes. Yes. Okay. Anywho, we're going to get on with the show. <laughs> uh, after 
this first break. And we're back. That was a quick break. It was, man. We just zipped right in and back out. Almost again. got whiplash on that one. Yeah, I know. Okay. Snap you right in place. Yeah. All right. All right. From the to be continued. <laughs> so we'll move on now. We get back into our logo and it comes spinning around. At least it's spinning on the computer. It goes slower up there for some reason. I'm yes, going to have to take the spinning piece right out because it's just not doing right. what it wanted to do. But we, we're going to go on to what is love. Okay. What is love? We started out last week talking about love uh, being an actual commitment. Uh, we talked about some people saying they're in love, but they don't want to get married. It's just a piece of paper. And we talked about that real love is more than just a piece of paper, mm-hmm. uh, but it's a full-term commitment that I'm going to be with you forever and ever. And uh, But love, when you think about what it is, um, we talked about the whole covenant with Abraham and all that and uh and then how you know Abram cut the pieces up as they were cutting the covenant, and Abram thought he was going to die. And at the end of the day, God comes down as a firing, uh, smoking fiery pot and a torch, and goes between the parts. Basically, God said, "I'm going to take the punishment," mm-hmm. and then He demonstrated that actually for us in Jesus Christ when He died on the cross. So we we talked about all that as part of the the covenant of marriage, which we mentioned was a worship service. But now today we're going to go back and just briefly to hit on, you know, what is love again from a biblical standpoint? Because we've talked about 1 Corinthians 13 several different times. Mm-hmm. But I thought I'd just visually put up the things in, in the, the short sayings from 1 Corinthians 13. So here they come. Mm-hmm. They're going to come up quickly. The first one is love is patient. patient love is kind, kind. Love does not envy. No it is not boasting. Not boasting it's not proud. proud. It is not rude. I'm not gonna be rude. It is not self-seeking. I have no self-seeking. It is not easily angered. I'm not it keeps Hulk. no record of wrongs. <laughs> it's still coming. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices no in truth. No over here. That's right. It always protects. It always trusts. Always hopes. Always perseveres. Love never fails. Yes. And then an amazing group of things that come out of that one chapter Mm -hmm. about what love is. And people today, it's like, oh, I'm in love. I got this little warm feeling in my heart and I love you. But it's so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Love is a decision and a commitment we make. And it demonstrates itself through these type of things, being patient and kind and not angry and not rude and not boastful. And it protects and it trusts and it hopes and it perseveres. I heard a guy on TV this morning talking about their love relationship in marriage, that they're saying marriage is difficult. I mean, two people live together all the time. You have a tendency where you can rub each other the wrong way sometimes. Mm -hmm. But you realize that you're going to push through that. And as you go year by year by year by year, you learn more and more about how to demonstrate your love to one another. And you see that commitment that I'm going to be there through thick and thin. Things go bad and you know you have rough times and you're still there. You're with each other. And it shows that and it just becomes a deeper, deeper, fuller relationship when you base it on these type of things that are in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So we want to move on some. Uh, the biblical covenant love again not easily it is not simply a feeling i just mentioned that a minute ago Um, because feelings they're involved but if it's just feelings feelings come and go 
I mean, you can feel real happy today and have a bad day tomorrow and say, well, I don't care about you anymore. I don't love you. Because, you know, if it's not a real love like the Bible describes it being mm -hmm. there. Uh, but it is a choice that you make no matter what happens. You're going to stick by that person forever. Just as we talked about, Abraham thought, I'm going to blow this covenant. I got to die. But God came down and said, guess what? I'm taking the punishment. Mm -hmm. And so God went between uh, the parts there. And to honor and, Christ. Know, I was going to say, think about the strength it takes sometimes to stick with that person no matter what's going on right. in this situation. Yeah. Uh, and to honor Christ as your Savior and live after his example of love. That's what we really want to do is learn from him. He is the prime. Jesus, those, those, that long list we just went through there from uh, 1 Corinthians 13, that's the way God loves us unconditionally okay and he loves us he's always patient with us he's never rude he's you know all the different things that we said that were there that's what he is with us and he gave us that example in christ himself who came here to this world for us and so um god says to all of us and this is out of ephesians chapter 5 verse 21 all right submit to one another uh out of reverence for christ Submission is an important part of a marriage relationship and of a love relationship. But in 1 Corinthians, we get the picture of what love does. In Ephesians, we get an example of the marriage relationship. And it starts out by, in verse 21, talking about being submissive to one another. Okay, We're going to talk about husbands to wives and wives to husbands in a, just a minute here. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, this particular part is, is, is that there is a mutual submission to one another to demonstrate your love to each other. You know, and it makes it a, a much fuller thing. Um, then, uh, then to the wife, God says, and this is where some ladies don't like this part, okay? But this is where it continues on. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife as Christ is the head of the church, his body, of which he is the Savior. Now, as the church submits to Christ, so also wives submit to your husbands in everything. Now, the ladies don't always like that. A lot of the guys love it. They're like, hey, maybe right there in the Bible says you got to submit to me. But remember, he started out with saying, let's submit to one another. Mm -hmm. So he said that first. Then he turned to the wives and says, you need to be submissive to your husband the way that the church is submissive to Christ. Now, Granted, we're sinners and we don't always do that real well, but that's it's the, the example is there that that's what it's supposed to be. Um, and so um, the woman is to look at her husband the way the church looks to Christ and be submissive in that relationship, in that type of thing. Now, having said that, now for the husband's oh, role. Yeah. Don't want to forget the guys. No, don't forget that. There's, there's always more to that's it. That's right. There's always more. So before we get a puffed up head, guys, saying, uh, you got women, you got to submit to me. I'm your husband, you know. Um, you got to look at the full picture. You got to look at the full picture. And here's where he continues on in Ephesians, starting at verse 25. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church. Notice I underlined it on the scripture. Mm -hmm. the, the husband can't sit around saying, wife, you got to be submissive to me, because then he's not doing it the way Christ would as loving the church, where Christ ended up giving his life for it, okay? Mm -hmm. As it says here, give himself up for her, verse 26, to make her holy, 
cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. So you husband got to be connection there. And to present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. Verse 28, in this way, husbands ought to love their wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. What an example Christ has laid down for us here to show love for our wife by being the example of Jesus Christ to her sacrificially to give yourself, like Christ died for the cross, on the cross for us. Mm -hmm. Husbands are to love their wives like that. So a husband who is loving his wife like Christ isn't going to be beating her down saying, submit, submit, submit. Now, she ought to be willingly submitting as the example of the church to Christ, her to her husband. That's there in the scripture. You got the mutual submission we both started out with, then to her to her husband, but then the husband to love her like Christ. How hard is that? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a friend of mine, and it really didn't come out well the way he said it. But he said to his wife, he said, all you got to do is submit to me. I've got to love you. <laughs> and that didn't sound right when he said it. Wow. But the explanation is to love her like Christ loves the church. That's almost impossible, and yet that's what our, we strive for. That's, that's the relationship we need to have with one another, mm -hmm. to, to do it like Christ did. And so there's the example there in Scripture. So, again, what is love? We're going to run through these one more time. We did it uh, the last time. We're going to do it again. Love is patient. Patience. Love is kind. It does not envy. It, is not, it does not boast. Love is not proud. It is not rude. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. That's a tough one today. <laughs> it keeps no record of wrong. Let me stop there for that. I remember a, a guy that I took a class in counseling for being a pastor. And he gave an example of a husband and wife that were having marital problems, and they had come to this counselor for assistance. And uh, and as they were talking about this sort of thing, they wanted to hear from both of them: what's wrong with the relationship? What you know? What, what, what do we got to deal with? And as they sat down to go start talking about all that, the wife turned to the counselor and said, look, I can tell you how he's been. And she picked up this stack of paper, like, the, like a ream of paper, laid it up there. She goes, here, these are the things that he's done wrong. And he sat there and looked at it for a moment. And he looked at us and he said, you might leave in the room for a minute. <laughs> he said, I got to deal with this woman because she was keeping a record of wrongs. Every time he did it, she'd write it down. She wouldn't forgive. Love forgives. And so... Let me go finish on with the rest of the list here. Okay. Uh, love does not delight in evil, but rejoices in truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. Love never fails. Mm -hmm. uh, so it's an important thing to, to be thinking about that in relationship to a marriage. And so husbands, love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. That's an important point to think about. And, and, and I've already kind of talked about that friend of mine and how he goofed in that. Uh, but be the example of Christ. Be ready to have a total sacrifice on your part uh, for that person. Um, uh, Jesus, you know, he, he, he's God. And he had to set his glory 
aside and take on flesh and come to this earth and then eventually go to the cross. Can you imagine that, that God in all of his glory, which we probably couldn't look at as glory, it would be so bright. I mean, even if you go back to the Old Testament, when Moses wanted to see God, God said, I can't show you my whole self. Yeah, I remember yeah. Uh, we, we talked about how God mooned Moses. <laughs> yeah. So he put him in a cleft of a rock, and God said, I'm going to let my backward parts go past you, just a little bit of the glory. It's all you can handle. It's so bright mm-hmm. so much. I mean, and it was so, so bad that his face was glowing afterwards. Yeah. Like, I mean, he came down on the mountain, and there was this glow. The people saw it. They asked him to put a veil over his face there. One button. Uh, so, um, now, the terms of the covenant to the husband. This is where I was talking about when you get into a, a wedding ceremony and you have the, the terms of the covenant, there's always you know the written document that comes along with the, the relationship of the covenant. So, in the terms of the covenant uh, to the husband, it starts out where I, you know, blank there, it's put the husband's name, will you have, and then you put the girl's name, to be your wedded wife, to live with her after God's commandments in the holy state of covenantal marriage. So you're actually telling them, and they're repeating this after you. Mm-hmm. You know, If I put your name there, you, Stephen, will you have and whoever she might be <laughs> in the future for you that God brings along, to be your wedded wife and to live with her after God's commands in the holy state of covenantal marriage. And will you love her, honor her, and cherish her like Jesus did the church as long as you both shall live? I do. There you go. You do. Girls, got this single guy out there for you. <laughs> got to put a ring on it. <laughs> got to put a ring on it. But there's the terminology of the covenant that God is laying out that used within a Wedding ceremony, which I said is a worship service. We are worshiping God, showing him how much we love him and thank him for what he did for us as we're demonstrating the love between a husband and wife. So Mm -hmm. that's the the first part. The second part is the question to the wife. Will you, in other words, the girl, her name, will you have, blank, the guy's name, to be your wedded husband, to live with him after God's commandments in a holy state of covenantal marriage, and will you love him, cherish him, and submit to him as long as you both shall live? And notice I put submit in there. A lot of girls, when I would do these services, were like, I don't want that in there. But after we had some talking back and forth and explained what we just went through in the scripture about submitting mm-hmm. and how it's mutual, they are submitted to the husband like Christ, they're supposed to be submitting to Christ and be the example of him to his wife. So it's all there, and you use those, that covenantal language there. Sorry for having to wipe my nose again, folks. Uh, Runny nose. All right. Then there's the oath to the husband. This is where oaths are very important in Scripture. They are not to be broken. Okay? Again, I, and you give the guy's name, take you blank, to be my wedded wife, and I do promise and covenant before God and these witnesses to be your loving and faithful husband in sickness and in health, in plenty and in want, in joy and in sorrow, as long as we both shall live. There's that till death do you part commitment from the word of God in a covenant ceremony that it's to be forever, not to give it up. (laughs) Uh, People think it's just too easy, you know, and I mean, Technically, there is within the scriptures a term for divorce. We hate to use it, 
but it's generally only from what I can see in scripture where one person has left. You know, they are they they broke the covenant. So you got a guy and a, guy, a girl that are that are married, and one of them says, "You know, I'm done. I'm leaving," and they leave, and you do everything you can to get them back. And if they won't come back, then the covenant can then be broken, um, as if that person has died almost. And so the the one that is released, as far as scripture is concerned, to remarry the one who left and broke the covenant, they're not to remarry, biblically speaking. There are people who do, but and there's churches who will marry them, but they shouldn't marry them because the covenant has the relationship has been broken, and it would be as if they were committing adultery. Jesus said, "If you got married again without you know when you break the covenant, you commit adultery for the rest of your life." Mm-hmm. So it's it's an important thing to do there and think about these oaths that you're taking with one another. And then the oath to the wife, very similar. I, whoever she is, take you, whoever his name is, to be my wedded husband, and I do promise and covenant before God and these witnesses to be your loving and faithful wife in sickness and in health, in plenty and in want, in joy and in sorrow, as long as we both shall live. Because let's face it, some people think it's a fairy tale. You get married and go to love each other forever and everything's going to be great. But it, it doesn't happen that way. There are problems. Two people come together. Any two people come together. You know, just as friends, they will have troubles in their relationship sometimes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you know, as it mentions there, uh, you know, in sickness and in health, you know, it, it, it's easy to love everybody when, when things are good. <laughs> but when things go bad, to still be there. By them, hold their hand, do what you can for them, you know, in plenty and one, you know, if you're as rich as can be or you don't have anything, you still love each other. Enjoy it in sorrow when there's happy times and when there's bad times. They're committed as long as they both shall live. And then they get the rings, and the rings are a sign of the covenant promise. Just as in the Old Testament days when we talked about it, that they laid out the animals and cut them in half. The picture used today, because we don't cut up animals like that anymore, um, uh, but the idea of a ring, you know, I've got mine here that your mother gave me. I wear it all the time, but a ring is a continual circle. There's no beginning, no end. So again, a picture of the, the relationship, the rings are given. And so again, in the ceremony, you bring this up, blank, Either, you know, the guy or girl has your talking about this, place the ring on the finger, repeat after me. This ring I give you as a symbol and pledge of my covenant promise in faith and my abiding love. So you know, the ring is then given to the, usually you give it to the wife first and then to the husband. Um, and then secondly, you know, do you, you're asking the person just receive the ring. Do you receive this ring as a token and pledge of your, or try that again. Receive this ring as a token of your pledge to keep this covenant and perform these vows. I do. You do. There you go. Steve's ready, girls. Uh, It is a binding contract. Mm -hmm. It is uh, official. It is demonstrating and saying, I love you and I'm going to love you. I'm going to be the one to stand there for you in sickness and in health, plenty and want, joy and in sorrow, Till death do us part. And guess what? The end. I feel like we should break out into the um, I love you song. 
Yeah. Which one? The one that, uh, I think, was it Dolly Parton originally did it, but then Whitney Houston made it really famous. Oh, and, and I will always love you. Okay, you just killed it, but okay. <laughs> Anywho. But I wanted people to see through these two lessons we did, the last one and this one, that that love is a great, fantastic gift from God. And that it is the ultimate thing for us on love here on earth is to have uh, a marriage partner and to spend a lifetime with that partner uh, through thick and thin, when things are good, when things are bad, if things go wrong, come back together. Be uh, the, the, the person that says, I'm not going to break this. You know, I don't want to be the one cut in half, which we don't, again, do that anymore. But the, you know, don't break the ring. The ring is the symbol of the continuation of love that goes on and on and on. And it is a, a commitment under God. And there's, there's a whole other thing we could probably talk about sometime uh, in Scripture about oaths. You don't take an oath uh, just you know, casually. You know, God says if you're going to make a commitment to something and swear to it, you stand by it. Well, it's like um, during a trial, how they, I don't know if they still do it or not, but they would use a Bible. Right. You put your hand on the Bible, the other hand up. Right. Raise and, your and, right hand. And the point is that you're supposed to swear on something greater than yourself. Absolutely. And, and you know, and they don't do that as much anymore. I mean, some. TV shows used to always do it. People always went up front. They put their inner Bible. They'd swear them in. I know last year, the year before, whatever, the some of the things in Congress, when they would swear their oath to be a representative or a senator, some of them had taken out putting their hand on the Bible. They just stood up there and said, yeah, I swear to, to be a, you know, by the Constitution to follow or things. And then some of them don't even follow or by the Constitution. Yeah. <laughs> but some people have taken that out because they don't they know they're gonna mess up and they don't want to swear by somebody greater than themselves. That's true. They leave it go. And uh I think it ought to stay in there. I think the courts ought to still have it there. People, you know, whether you're religious or not, you're swearing to something greater. Mm-hmm. Uh that you are gonna be telling the truth. And as the wedding ceremony goes on, uh it is a binding legal a documented contract by the state with that you fill out an application and you know then get a marriage license and then usually you get a certificate afterwards that you can keep that is a demonstration of what that certificate that's at the courthouse. You know, your mother and I were married right here down across the street or over there, a little Baptist church. Uh, it's, it's over there. Well, in that general direction. <laughs> it's, it's, it's over there. No, that, that way. Yes. yes, you're right. I forgot which way we're turned in this room. Mm-hmm. It is right down over there. Yeah. And downtown Yakinville at the courthouse in a file is a certificate that says that we were legally married here uh, under the laws of this state. Because at the end of the thing, the pastor, whoever it is, would have to say, by the power invested in me, by the state of North Carolina, I pronounce you husband and wife. You know? Didn't he turn out to be not a legitimate pastor? No, no. He, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, he kind of went wacky. And stopped being a pastor, but at the time he was a legitimate full-time okay. pastor, legally documented by the state. Uh, everything was true. Okay, <laughs> all right. But um, he did leave the church. He stopped being a preacher. Let's uh, let's move on to our closing prayer. Okay, and then we'll do our last break. Sure. Closing let's, remarks. Let's pray then. Father, it's been amazing to take some time and look at what love is all about and the the ultimate thing about love is a marriage relationship 
that helps us to bind ourselves to one another, but it's based on biblical principles of the covenants that were cut and then the ultimate thing of Jesus Christ coming to this earth, dying for our sins, going to that cross, being buried into a grave for three days, but then glory be to God, he raised up out of that grave and he showed himself to people and said, I am risen, follow me. And later on, he ascended into heaven and someday we're going to meet him up there. And what a day that will be. Father, help us to think about love and our commitment to one another, following one another, trusting in your uh, word and believing in what you've told us to do. So we thank you in Jesus' holy name. Amen. Amen. All right, we're going to take our last break, and uh, then we'll be almost done. All right, after this message. Okay. Actually, it's not a message, it's just a break. <laughs> and cut. And we're back. I just took a quick little 5K right there, and... A 5K. I'm, a, I'm a little tuckered. <laughs> tuckered out. Huh? You went so, for a run during the break, huh? Yes. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm that swift. Okay. All right. All right. Well, don't forget, folks, you want to write us, uh, send something through the email, and our mm-hmm. email is thecrownandspear at gmail.com. And there's our logo appearing up there for you, spinning around, even though it doesn't always do it on the screen there. Um uh, so, you know, write to us, ask questions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you got something you want to know about, we'd love to, to try to look it up, talk about it, figure it out. That or we'll make it up. Yeah, we'll give you our best answer. Yeah. That's what I do. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, quick reminder, uh, go to uh, St. Life Entertainment's uh, Spreadshirt page and get you all sorts of cool little merch. And uh, also go to Creator Crafts Facebook page and check out all the cool stuff there and buy you something. It'd be really cool. That's right. Yeah. We, we've sold a lot of these things today. I, this was something brand new I did with the heart. It's carved down into the thing. We've got the one candle on top, kind of a show in total unity. And I can't see the other one. Well, there it is, right over there. Yep. I love that one because it's, it is two pieces of wood that are separate. Uh, one's a little short one just to show that they're, you know, different sizes there. It doesn't have to be man, woman, whatever, but, but the two are put together. And when you get one heart in the center of the two candles on top to kind of show the light shining from each person coming up, but it's the two, excuse me, the two shall become one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, it's one of the terms that we sometimes use within the service that the two become one. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's a biblical thing. And so that's pictured in that little stand. So somebody wants to order one for their loved one. Even if you miss it for Valentine's Day this year, you can get it for next year. <laughs> and you got some uh, uh, spring stuff coming out too. Oh, yeah. We got some spring stuff. We, right here we got some real tulips. We're going to have some wooden cutouts that look like tulips. And yeah. we're going to have some rabbits. And we're looking at a couple other things. I forgot what all is in the, the list, but those are the two that have popped in my head that we're going to – have uh, so just keep an eye out and um if you see something you like yeah hit dad up he'll he'll be happy to uh pack some of them and send it to you absolutely all right well that's all i have all right that's it okay we're done all right for all of us here at the crown and spear i'm your host stephen litchfield and this is gary litchfield and we'll catch you next time all right good seeing you all again goodbye